0: Hello my lovelies, you are now listening to The Vow, Voice of Women. The intention of this podcast is to empower women through sharing of real life stories. We have a fab lineup of inspiring, kick-ass, real, dedicated women. We're going to get down and dirty. What has made these women successful? What makes them tick? How do they handle conflict? And what might they eat in a day? So here we go. this morning with Dr. Natasha Eyer. Thank you for coming Natasha. Thank you for
1: having me.
0: In this in this snow that we're in we all traipsed you know here and we're sitting here this morning in this warm building and I'm just really excited to have uh, Dr. Natasha Eyer here today because now more than ever health and mental health and body health and every type of health is probably one of the most important things in this environment. And I find that there's two types of people walking through uh, the world right now. There's the people that are working on improving themselves because they know that fitness, body health, mental health is is what is gonna get them through this. And then there's the other camp that is like, nah, you know, I'm at home, working at home, I don't have to get up and get ready, I don't, I'm not going to the gym, and I can eat what I want at 10 o'clock at night, and I don't have to go to the gym and go for a walk, and then there's that camp. And when I see the two very different camps, it's just very interesting to me, because life's about choices. And so um, having you here, Natasha, today is going to um, bring, uh, I think, a breath of fresh air for our listeners And uh, I just, I'm excited to hop into your journey. So we're just going to start. So tell us about functional medicine and your journey into functional medicine. What is it? How did you get there? And I mean, I have only been familiar with this term for probably, well, maybe when the first time I heard about you, which was probably a few years ago.
1: And you came to the talk with. Yes, and I uh, came
0: to the talk that you gave. And so tell us about uh, functional medicine and your journey.
1: Functional medicine is quite a mouthful, and, and it's confusing to people. So, you know, we used to call it anti-aging medicine. We had a bunch of different terms for it, but this is what I say to patients. There's two aspects. The first thing is think about your function, your body's function, and every single system in your body. Functional medicine is dedicated to restoring all of your system. So when you're talking about mental health, physical health, spiritual health, Uh, fitness, every single aspect of who you are and what it takes to be truly healthy is what functional medicine looks at. And we go back down into systems biology, systems physiology, so if we're looking at your brain, we're looking at the structure, the function, the brain chemistry, every detail, and then trying to, oh, excuse me, and then trying to reverse and restore it back to your optimal best. So you can also look at it as predictive, preventive, and personalized medicine. So predicting. In functional medicine, we're doing more than your basic tests. And I always tease. And I am a a medical doctor trained in rural emergency medicine. I've done everything from deliver babies to remove a uterus and do a cesarean section. And I put back broken bones, you know, so I can do all of that. You're not just a pretty face. (laughs) Well, thank you. Uh, So, you know, that that's my training and that's my background. But in functional medicine, you know, we're not looking. I I tease that what I do in my other life is sick care and functional medicine is health care. So if you think about it in medicine, you have to be diabetic and then you'll get treated. Your thyroid has to be Uh, not working well for you to be, not working for you to be treated, whereas in functional medicine, we're looking to predict diabetes through very advanced testing, and we'll tell you, Tanya, in the next five to ten years, you're going to be pre-diabetic and diabetic, and all of the consequences of that, but if you want to live a full and healthy life that's disease and disability-free, then functional medicine's the answer, because we predict, and then we prevent, So, in the prevention part, that's where all of the lifestyle things come from. Um, You know, we're looking at a, so there's no one-size-fits-all in functional medicine, whereas in My other world, you know, I might give you and Haley the same dose of medication. So you come in with a headache, you'll get the same dose. In functional medicine, we're going to look at you and say, you're two completely different human beings. What's going to work for you is not going to work for you. How do we customize and personalize it precisely? So even when it comes to a diet, say you want to lose weight, uh, there is no one-size-fits-all, and we know that there's no such thing as eating less and exercising more for great results long-term. It doesn't work. That's old news, and calorie counting is dead, right? So with functional medicine, we're looking at your hormones, your metabolism, your stress, your sleep, your everything that makes you you including your genetics and whatever else it is about you, how you grew up, when were you born, how were you born, what happened to you as a child. All of that factors in and will create for you that very personalized approach that will get you long-term results. So that's prevention and personalized uh, aspects of what functional medicine entails. Uh, Another way to look at it is let's take migraines. I used to have 15 migraines a month before I got into functional medicine. It was awful. Um, In pain almost all day, every day. And the question is, how much pain am I going to have? So instead of simply writing a prescription for medication, um, in functional medicine, we're going to look at you know, is it food sensitivities, is it leaky gut, is there micronutrient deficiencies, is there inflammation, is there immune modulation that's off balance? What is off balance that's causing the headache? And then we'll put that right so the headaches go away instead of just giving you a medication every day to take the pain away. And then as a functional medicine clinic with an integrative medicine team. So we have massage, chiropractic, acupuncture. So if you came to me with headaches, then we're going to get chiropractic and acupuncture involved. We're going to look at your head and neck muscles, the muscles inside your jaw and your mouth and down your spine. And we're going to put everything back in alignment because a lot of things shift when something goes wrong because everything's connected to everything else and so i can't look at you in isolation and and that's what functional medicine is it's an all encompassing look at everything about you to put back what is missing and restore what is not working so that you can be your best you and it's dedicated to healthy aging and longevity so disease and disability free cuz any today people are living longer than ever it doesn't mean they're living well, right? So and that's true. the difference, that's right? So, so we true. have no room in nursing homes. We have, you know, people on multiple drugs, people who are not functioning well. Look at what's happening with COVID. The number of people that are not healthy getting so sick. Yes, young people with no
0: predisposed issues. Um, and it's affecting everybody so differently. But yeah, I just... It's um, our health is just so important. And it's very interesting. Like you're what I'm hearing is you you truly get down to the root. You just Mm -hmm. don't medicate. You break everything down. You analyze. And so is that process usually then take a bit longer because you're really kind of digging deep?
1: Yes. And so it's not for the impatient person <laughs> or the person looking for a quick fix. And yes. I see that a lot. You know, people come in and they go, oh, you're." I heard about bioidentical hormones and, and that's what I want because that's what's going to solve all of my issues. And, uh, and I'll just touch on what bioidentical hormones are. So hormones are the chemistry of life and they give you your health and vitality. And when they're off balance, you get all sorts of other things happening. And hormones are not just estrogen and testosterone as everybody thinks. There's hormones that keep you alive and there's hormones that keep you well. And it's a fine balance between them that give you healthy aging and longevity. However, that's not the only aspect of functional medicine. As I explained before, there's so many different things to who you are and what make you you and what will help you live a longer, healthier life. So people come in thinking that hormones are the secret sauce, which it is, but you cannot just take a hormone if your body is not ready for it, right? And there's work to be done. There's dietary changes we might need to make. There's cleaning out of the hormone receptors to prepare you for it. So, You know, in the old days, it was all about just taking hormones and you had a hit and miss response. Not everybody did well on it and that. But we still get people saying, give me the pill. I want that stuff, you know. And then you say, but you know, you really need to focus on your sleep hygiene and these are the steps and no devices before bedtime Mm. and do this and that. And they're looking at me like, you seriously, I will never stop reading my e-reader before bed. Okay then. So how... Do we get you to live a long and healthy life with lasting results? We don't because there's some things that you have to do and then I can guide you on the rest. But there is no quick fix and there's no quick little pill to swallow for yes. magical results. You asked about my journey. And I, I, I when, when I talk to people and I tell them my story, I say I used to be effed, you know, fatigued, fat. Frazzled, <laughs> foggy, forgetful, and frumpy, and then fed up with wow, how those I was are feeling. A lot
0: of Fs. Right,
1: and uh, you know, I was 32 years old, and I couldn't imagine what it would be to turn 40. I was a size extra large. I was trying to exercise every day. I'd even run home at lunchtime to do a bit of time on the treadmill. Um, I was doing Billy Banks Taibo, so that kind of dates wow, me. Wow, yes. Uh, you know, the whole <laughs> Claudia Schiffer oh, yes. I, exercise I videos and all of those things. And I counted calories, and I kept a journal, and I'd weigh myself, and I'd measure myself. Oh, sounds and exhausting. nothing worked. So at, at, and, and I have a sweet tooth, and I, I, I remember eating chocolate cake for breakfast one day because wow. I love sweets, yeah, right? Yeah, I would you? Well, if the soups and salads aren't working and nothing else is working, I may as well... Might as well. Sorry to use the F word, fat, but I may as well be fat and enjoy myself than fat and eat diet food and rabbit food, right? So, So that was my thing. And so I would just eat cookies and cake and not care because nothing worked and mm. it didn't matter. South Beach Diet, read the book, followed the program, did not do a whole lot for me and you know I mentioned the the migraines and I got to a point where I was really concerned about my health but my tests were all normal Hmm. so I had hair falling out I had weight gain I had this fatigue I was cold all the time my skin was dry had every symptom of low thyroid but my tests were all normal so I'd go to the doctor and come back, and then they'd say, well, you must be depressed, you know, you work so hard, here's an antidepressant. Mm-hmm. So you're familiar with yes. this sort of approach, right? <laughs> of course. And here I am being victim to my own style of medicine, which is frightening, and I couldn't mm-hmm. help myself. So I st- and, 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 and as they always say, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. My teacher was a patient. And she brought me a book to read on hormones, on bioidentical hormones and... I was gobsmacked because you know I come from a very prestigious medical school my training's extensive you know in Canada I've I've been a preceptor and teacher of medical students and residents um, I thought I knew a lot about medicine and health and health but I couldn't get healthy myself, yes. which was frustrating. And I read this book, and my life changed. I learned things, and I saw things in a whole new way. And I thought, this is where my life has to go, you know. Um, and I started with me, wow. and I started to find my health, regain my well-being. And you know, I'm I'm almost fifty, and I feel better than I ever did in my twenties and thirties. So I hear this from a lot of women, who
0: really do take care of their self because I, what I, I mean, I, I joke, I joked with you and said, well, I, I did turn 40 in April, but it was like in the middle of COVID. So I'm actually 39 until COVID is over. I'm 29. <laughs> yes. And you look at, <laughs> um, but I do, I really believe that and I feel that within me that the older I get, the more important it is to make sure that I am healthy, that I age well, that I'm healthy for my children. I want mm-hmm. them to have, a mother that will go out and play with them in another 20, 30 years. And so life is a journey, but it, I do believe, and even talking with some of my girlfriends that are my age, we're always seeking, the hel- our, my healthy girlfriends, we're always seeking to be better. Mm-hmm. You know, what can we do? What can we, you know, what can we do to not have wrinkles? What can we do to make sure that we're staying in good shape? Are we taking the right vitamins? I have never really taken a vitamin in my life.
1: Well, I'm in, going to change. Yeah, that I know. Right I know. <laughs> up
0: until I, I just went to uh, uh, the the blush organic, and I said, okay, so I'm 40. What vitamins should I take? And she just, you know, gave me all these vitamins. And I know you and I will have a discussion about that. But I, I do want to age well because I want to ensure that I'm here around, you know, for the people that that I love. I'm going to say something a
1: little bit maybe antagonistic and and, and I love what you said about the wrinkles and aging well so I love to be healthy because I was so unhealthy. And I honestly can tell you that I didn't know what life could be like if I were going to turn 40 at that time. I couldn't imagine living that long because life was miserable at that point in time. And uh, now that I'm healthy, it's just, you know, like, hey, bring it on, 60, 70, 80, let's see. And I had my kids later. Like, I, I had my kids in my 30s. So exactly what you said, I want to keep up with them. I want to uh, go hiking with them. I love mountains. I love being out in nature. And I need that strength and vitality. And at the same time, I want to look the best that I can. Mm -hmm. So I've had people criticize me and say, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with gray hair and wrinkles. Great. If that's what rocks your boat, you just go right ahead. But it's not for me. And, and you know, you commented on my skin and my appearance and no, I'm not having Botox every three months and I'm yeah. not putting f- filler in my face every six to nine months. You know, yes, I have had yes. those things done yes. once a year, once yeah. every three to five years. Yes. But the true secret of my skin, as you see it, is the vitamins, the lifestyle, the hormones, following the entire process and managing all of those things that decay as we get older and the other thing I want to comment on is the the things I'm seeing in my practice right now because you said we're all trying to be healthy we're doing as much as we can and you'll find that most people trying to do the traditional healthy things like spin class and going to the gym and you know eating healthy and being all careful and all of that yet they don't feel awesome and yet their recovery time is taking longer. And yet they're looking a little older than they should, even though they're doing all these things. And the question is, why? Why? So have you noticed any of that in your circle where everyone's doing as much as they can and yet there's something missing mm-hmm. or there, there, there's that little like, oh, I might be a little more tired than like I should for sure. be or yes, absolutely. that sort of thing.
0: I mean, I know a lot of people that are in really good shape and are tired often. They look great. They look great. And and I, you know, I've always chalked that up now that we're talking about it to, oh, they have two kids or they have three kids or they're busy or, you know, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. being tired, I feel like that's just everyone's tired and I don't know if it's because of COVID or work or kids are at home but it just seems so common.
1: So it's not a good thing to tell you this but I prepare so I have a 13 year old and a 16 year old they get cooked food every day so they don't take processed anything there's no sandwiches there's no nothing. This morning they got chocolate banana, coconut, chia smoothies with protein in it. They had cooked chicken with sweet potato and veggies for lunch, all prepared this morning. Last night we had a a home-cooked meal. I do all of this. I work. I raise the two kids. We have two dogs. Life is extremely busy, and I am never tired. I can run circles around my staff, and that's the beauty of functional medicine, I'm not saying I'm superhuman, and I'm by no means trying to show off or stand any show anyone up or anything like that. But when I was 30, there was no way I could have done any of this. There was no way I could have got up and worked out and made breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you know, the best I could do is crawl out of bed, show up to work, and eat at the cafeteria. Wow. You know, so uh, I I'd never hiked at the time because I couldn't. I was just tired all the time. So I'm saying that for me personally, and I see it in the people that come to me, everyone's getting worn out, tired, and it's because there's so many important, critical things missing from uh, the education of what truly, it, what it truly takes to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So
0: outside of your success story and your health mm-hmm. journey, can you share with us... Um, a situation with a client of where they came into you, they felt defeated. They, mm. they Western medicine has failed them. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. They're at their, you know, they're at the end of their rope. And can you maybe share with us how you helped that
1: person and, and where they are today? Oh my good Lord. I have to tell you, Oh, okay. Um, I have so many, but I'm, I'm going to go with, yeah. So I had a patient come to me. She's a geologist. She was going to turn 50 or had just turned 50, could only work three days a week, was so exhausted that the rest of the time was spent on the couch. Her husband had to take care of the kids, get them to school, cook the meals, clean the house, and it was all she could do to work three days a week. When she came to me, she had no diagnosis. Everything was normal. We found that she had early markers of lupus, which can cause a lot of fatigue. But she had multiple other things, including nutrient deficiencies, the impact of chronic stress, and um, and she had been diagnosed with a mood disorder and was on medication. And through our process, with functional medicine, we're, like I said, we look at you from infancy to now and everything in between. We um, focus a lot on Digestion, because if you can't absorb nutrients, then your body can't work. Nutrients are the fuel for your body. So I always say, my body's a Lamborghini, and I'm going to put the best fuel in it. So even if I put the best fuel in a Lamborghini, if the uh, gas tank is not uh, clear, if it's blocked, if the lines are blocked, it doesn't matter what fuel, my Lamborghini's not going to drive well. So we have to look at every system, but we start there. And so just working with her through digestion, food, food sensitivities. um, She she probably has had every single aspect uh, in the clinic. She's had chiropractic, acupuncture, you know, the the whole workup. And acupuncture works on multiple levels, so it can help anxiety in, in an enormous way more than the medication which has side no. effects and blunt your mood and that sort of thing so we got her sleeping better through acupuncture we got her anxiety down because it takes time to make changes especially when you're not feeling well it's hard to go change what you're eating or get up early or go to bed on time, whatever the things we ask you to do. It's very hard. So we use these other things to help patients feel better so they can start making the changes. And then our nutrition coach provides a lot of support and customizes according to preferences and quirkiness and, you know, all those sorts of things. So um, with her, within a year, she was working five days a week, but What's most impressive is that 10, so she's been with us over 10 years now. Hmm. Um, It's absolutely incredible because for a woman who couldn't get off the couch, within the first two years, she was volunteering, steering a committee, working on some gardening project in the community. uh, And now she works half time in a different, in the Caribbean and here, So she's flying back. This is a woman who couldn't get off the couch, and she's flying back and forth. That's not all of it. (laughs) Uh, It might have been her 60th birthday, and I could be mistaken. There is that El Camino walk. Yes, she did it.
0: Wow.
1: On her own. Wow. There and back, hormones in tow, and it was just you know, and, and when she comes in now she's vibrant and, and she doesn't have a scale at home but she'll pop on the scale and she'll say, Oh look, you know, and, and, and all the weight has gone and stayed off for all of this time because she's learned what works for her, you know, genetically, biochemically, physiologically, and it's it's a process. But once you figure it out, it lasts. It's maintenance. And and, and, and this is what I'm saying, you know, I do better now. Than in my 20s and 30s, but here's someone now in their 60s. And this by far is, you know, we were teasing about skin and wrinkles. She is not a girl who, girl, 60 some, but who would do Botox or filler and things like that. However, uh, we have this really special laser that stops the gene of aging, it turns it off. And it turns on Hello. the gene of the youth. Hello. Have i have not heard about Yes, Do And yourself. so For the last many years, she has been just coming in and, and, and thought, well, you know, I feel great. I, I really don't want all this fuss. She doesn't color her hair. You know, she wears beautiful colors of clothing. Yes, but she's, she's not a makeup girl. She's not a hair person or anything. But if you look at her, because we've now helped her skin from the inside with and I'll tell you this you take the right nutrients and the right vitamins and you eat the right foods for your body and you take hormones that you need um, because yours are your levels are dropping, your skin will look younger regardless of never doing a treatment. I believe that. And then you add this little magical laser and we forget she's in her 60s because she does not look a day over 50 if not late 40s now you know if she didn't have gray hair you wouldn't put her in a 50s you'd put her in a 40s but she she doesn't have wrinkles and she's got this bright youthful plumpy glowing skin and and what more than that do you need
0: nothing I think that's like what you know 50 60 year old woman doesn't want you know beautiful smooth skin I think that that's that sounds like an amazing laser. We are going to have to talk after this. <laughs> wow, I think I found my new friend. <laughs> um, so, okay, so we've talked about your journey. We've talked about functional medicine, what it is, kind of the assessment, who you've helped. Now, behind every successful woman is a usually a really great man. Is there one in your life?
1: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what?
1: I think I, I keep too busy. Oh, well, okay, well you'll hear from well, here today. My children listening. My <laughs> children's father is an amazing human. Oh, well, there he, we you still go. get along really well. He's supportive. We built the clinic together. Oh, wow, okay. Um, we co parent well oh, together. Well, that's so wonderful. so there is a man who supports me, but not in that way. Not in
0: that way. Well, if any of you ladies have a Wonderful bachelor for Dr. Natasha Iyer. (laughs) Uh, Just reach out to her. Health freak and fitness nut. Health freak and fitness nut. Okay, (laughs) got it. Now, are you seeing more clients turn to functional medicine today than, say, five or ten years ago? Or has it been pretty consistent?
1: Uh, In my practice, it's been fairly consistent. Um, Most of our clients come to us by word of mouth, referrals, uh, we haven't been huge on advertising or anything like that. Um, so it's, it's, it, it takes a particular person, though, like I said. You know, you have to be willing to be dedicated to health. There are a lot of people who call, who come in. I'm, I don't think it's fair to say that they don't want to do the work, but they're not in the right spot to continue so Mm -hmm. they'll come in they'll have their assessment so we start the process with a very detailed assessment we'll run all the labs we'll even depending on age go into uh, very advanced testing for heart health and uh, brain fitness and things like that Um, and we'll give them a full picture of where they're at and what steps they need to take and some will stay, join our clinic membership, and continue on, just like Connie, who you know more than ten years later pops in once or twice a year, gets a tweak and her tune up, and carries on because she's learned now what works and what doesn't, and she knows what to do uh and then there's people who just need to know and then they need to dwell on it and they need to think about mm-hmm. it and try a few things and you know uh interesting case was uh, A patient who came, and and before COVID, I used to do monthly workshops in clinics. So if you were interested, you could come in, find out more, and then decide if this is a process for you. And she sat there, and she said, "Nope, I'm just going to go to the other clinic I checked out because they give you hormones on your first visit.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. And I said, that's
1: fine. Um, Because she was convinced hormones were going to change her life. And they do. They really, really do. Um, And two years later, she became a patient, and she said, I gained... 25 pounds. Um, I don't feel any better on the hormones. I did initially. And it's not working. I think maybe your process will work better. And I thought, well, our clinic name is better. So let's see. (laughs) And does she feel better? (laughs) Yes. You know, and, and again, it's you, you, as you know, with children, even you can tell people what to do, but they have to be at that point where they're ready Hmm. to accept the information and make the change you know if you caught me in my 20s and said you have to do this this and this I would have laughed but at 32 looking at oh my god I can't imagine turning 40 I would rather die than continue feeling like this because I had pain all day long I was exhausted I could barely barely get anything done and at that point I'm ready to do what it takes
0: yeah And probably then you waited so long, it took you so much longer to get to Mm -hmm. your health, you you know, to get your health back. Had you gone earlier to your point, you know, it's preventative, but you have to go at the very beginning,
1: but it's mindset, you know, and when you're in your twin, and there's a lot of people who, uh, feel good. And so they don't feel the need to know more do more. That's me.
0: No, that's (laughs) totally me. I feel good. I sleep well, Uh, I just started taking vitamins, I don't even know if I need to be taking them, they just told me these were good ones, so we're going to talk, because I actually usually have a lot of energy, in Mm -hmm. fact, I just had a client, they interviewed a couple realtors, and he said, uh, we're going with you, and we're going with you, because he said, I don't know where you get your energy from, but we like it, and we (laughs) want you to stick that energy into selling our home, but that doesn't mean everything is working right, and I do, to your point, I want to age well. And on that that I just had a thought here, and I'm not there yet, thankfully, but you do you see a lot of women coming in because of menopause? Is that oh I, I can only imagine. Yep. I remember my mom yep. years ago with hot flashes and panic attacks and so is that something you can help with? That
1: is with? the absolute largest group of I people it. that come in yeah. but what we're seeing is them coming in earlier and earlier so now wow. we're getting women in their 40s coming in and saying I'm not feeling well they don't have full-blown symptoms of menopause but they are not feeling well so we're seeing um, yeah even late 30s wow. early 40s people coming in and saying I think I have hormone trouble I googled it yes I do I heard you can help me and Uh, we can prevent the menopause from happening, and all the, if you've heard Suzanne Summers, and I don't know what words I'm allowed to say on this podcast, but, uh, you know, Suzanne Summers used to tease about the seven dwarves of menopause, and it's itchy, bitchy, sleepy, dopey, whatever all she had, seven dwarves that she called them, all the symptoms. And she's a huge proponent of bioidentical hormones, except to a level that I'm not interested in practicing, because it's excessive. and it's not safe in the long term. I'm all about doing what needs to be done and keeping you safe and well long term without increasing risk in any way. Yes. So I don't think a 60-year-old woman should still be having periods to feel young and vital. Yes. I, I can get you feeling that way and not bring back your cycle. Yes. So um, so menopause is a huge area Uh traditional medicine. And and I did uh, postgraduate, I I was a resident in obstetrics and gynecology. I worked in a women's menopause clinic. And what we did was, oh, so you have hot flashes, here's some estrogen. Oh, that doesn't work. Let's double it. That didn't work. Okay, well, we'll double it again. Well, that's not working. Let's give you an antidepressant and something to mask the symptoms. But we didn't check hormone levels. We didn't balance hormones. We didn't Ask about stress. We didn't look at the stress response. We didn't look at the hierarchy of hormones and the ones that keep you alive and how they interact with the ones that keep you feeling well. And that's the secret sauce. It's about balancing them all. And women will, I mean, the, the number of women we could call on to say, tell us your story is amazing because they, they didn't know they could feel that much better. They didn't know they could sleep better without a sleeping pill. You know, they didn't know that their anxiety and their mood could improve just by following a lifestyle program and taking some vitamins and hormones.
0: Well, what I'm hearing is and I'm not criticizing Western Mm -hmm. medicine because that's obviously. And it's it's what I do too on the on the side. (laughs) Yeah. There is, you know, Western medicine is more of a one size fits all. Functional medicine is more it's about you. It's Mm -hmm. about your body makeup. It's about about how you. you live your life. And sometimes the one-size-fits-all is easy. You know, if you have a bladder infection once every three years, you know, you go Mm -hmm. and take a pill for, you know, a week and you're good. Right. But there's a, you know, there's a place and a time for
1: both. Absolutely. You're having a heart attack, functional medicine's not helping you, but functional medicine would have helped you prevent it. Prevent it. it.
0: And then probably once you have your heart attack, you know, and you're on your way to healing, there's probably some things that you can do.
1: Heart attacks... I see a lot of people coming in after they've had a scare, and there's amazing work we could do with functional medicine to reduce and reverse the risk, Um, but I just saw a patient yesterday, I just have to tell you quickly, she's an ex-ER nurse and came in with some concerning symptoms of dementia, and she'd been to a family doctor, been to a family doctor, and they were actually at the same talk that you were at, so they've known me all of this time, and this has been going on for almost a year. And her sister found me on Facebook and said, oh, my God, I can't believe we didn't think of you. She's been struggling with these things, and I'm so concerned. I can't even leave her living on her own anymore. And they were describing this you know, th- this thing that we call sundowning with dementia and how things change in her mood and her behavior in the evenings and things. And I said, happy to help, come on in. I saw her once. I did not I, I didn't have her blood work back. I, I have nothing yet. I'm only seeing her next week to go through all of her blood work. In two weeks, she's having at least five out of seven good normal days with no symptoms, simply wow. by following the steps I gave her at her first visit, which were not easy, and I told them this. I said and and her sister even said to me, How could you say that she has to not eat this and do that? Like everybody deserves a burger at some point. And I said, Everybody can have a burger if they feel they deserve it. But then it depends on whether they want to get dementia more seriously or not. Right? And then there there's choices we make. We all make choices. Uh, and and it's mindset again, That's right? right? So So it it was a tough conversation to have. But can you imagine that we haven't even started the program yet? And I just saw her for a full physical. Another interesting thing, she had a bilateral mastectomy. And when I did her physical exam, I was teaching her about where else to find breast tissue. And she said, I had a mastectomy. Why are you telling me I have breast tissue? And I said, well, you have it? And, you know, there's this area that Runs out from the breast, and we usually always check it. And she said, No one's ever said that, not even the surgeon. Um, Are you sure? And I said, Yes, I am very sure that you still have breast tissue. So, another thing, you know, when you're seeing six and eight patients a day, you can take your time and Mm. analyze and assess and focus on things. And we spend a lot of time advancing our knowledge, the science is changing rapidly. And new information comes out consistently. So in our clinic we have a director of medical education whose job it is to keep up to date with the science that. so okay. that we can stay cutting edge with our protocols and our approaches. Because medicine takes about ten years or more to catch up on new advances that come out in the in the scientific world.
0: Sounds like tax law.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it was just amazing. But the, you know, the point about telling you about this little lady was just Two changes. Wow. We made changes to her diet and changes to just how she was doing things each day.
0: She must be so grateful.
1: She's already excited. Yes. Yeah,
0: to start to be to get your life back. I mean, that's. Uh thank you for sharing. And that. that
1: was her point. I'm in retirement. I'm comfortable. I have a beautiful home. I have enough money saved to go traveling and do everything. And here I am barely able to leave my house I and I can't, enjoy can't live it. with I can't live alone yeah. and I can't enjoy anything and that's all I want. Now, I think they came at the right time, but th- to your point earlier when you're feeling great, you don't know what's not what's starting to wear out right. on the inside and that's where predictive and preventive medicine yeah. comes in.
0: Well, it, this is that old, you know, adage: if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And so I always am such a proponent of your health, you know, is number one. It's more important than family. It's more important than anything because if you don't have your health, you can't be there for your family.
1: Exactly right. So
0: what is something that not many
1: people would know about you? What is something that not many people know about me? So I adore animals, but most people would put me as a little dog kind of person. And my baby dog is a 110-pound cane corso. Oh, oh, you have a cane corso. (laughs) And uh, you know when, when it's tough getting dressed up in the mornings because you you're trying to avoid the slobber and the drool, but love her to pieces. And uh, my other dog is a shepherd husky cross, wow, and so, so we're a busy dogs. we're a busy household wow. with because with, yeah, I, I just anytime I tell people I have dogs and they go oh yeah, how
0: cute you want yes something.
1: and and I think I think that that's. Something that people that's fun. No, baby. thank you
0: for sharing that. Well, Natasha, you have a thriving medical business. You're a mom of two. Uh you know, you're a mom, well, mom of four, because you have two <laughs> dogs. You take care of yourself. You're vibrant, you're beautiful, you have an amazing reputation in this city. I have to say, I know so many thank people. You. No, I know so many people, many people who have seen you, who currently see you and uh you your, you know your reputation precedes you so you're you're obviously you know at the top of your game uh you're very good at what you do and i'm so happy that we were able and that you took the time to come and share with us your journey and share with us about functional medicine and i think there's going to be a lot of people listening today who will really benefit from the information i've already benefited and i'm going to book an appointment with your clinic so thank, well, you. thank you thank you for impacting my life this morning So just to kind of um, finish off, what do you vow to yourself? What have you promised to yourself in your life?
1: When I was probably 11 or 12, I I was an avid reader as a child, a real geeky, nerdy kind of child, but I read every day. And I came across this thing at the bottom of a page in a reader's digest. And it was just this little statement. And it said, if it is to be, it is up to me and i cut it out of the book and i stuck it on the wall at you know above my desk and 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 that's what it is it's no excuses you know whether it's my health whether it's my career whether it's anything if it is to be it is up to me mm-hmm. i have to make I it have happen that. that's
0: great thank you and last but not least Is there a charity of choice that you would like to spotlight? A charity doesn't even have to be in the city, but a charity that might be near and dear to your heart that you want our listeners to know about?
1: I love the Safe Haven Foundation. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar? Yes. I did a couple of beautiful fundraisers before COVID for them, and it was so fun. We did paint nights. And and what I love about it is that um, it helps a girl have an opportunity to have a life she may never have had otherwise. And it's quite different from many of the other charities, as you might know. So um, I, I love supporting Safe Haven.
0: Thank you. Dr. Natasha Eyer, thank you so much for being here today, spending time with us, sharing us your journey. And uh, like I said, I, I just know our listeners are going to walk away. And you gave us a bunch of nuggets. You gave us these little nuggets about maybe things in our life that we can improve, how to improve them. Um, I know that uh, you're, you know, you're taking on more clients. So if anyone wants to check out uh, Dr. Natasha Iyer and her clinic, you can find her online. And thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. hope that you've enjoyed today's speaker. We hope that they've inspired you, made you think outside the box, and given you some points that you can apply to your everyday lives. Please subscribe to our podcast, rate us. If there's any suggestions you can make or feedback, we would love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in.